Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy, or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. This is your Wendy's wake-up call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. Welcome to the Browns Wire Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keatley. With me is Donovan James. Donovan was telling me about his recruiting exploits. We were just we had a podcast last night, and he did not bring up the fact that today was National Signing Day. Um, before we jump in, because we talk a lot about college on this podcast, we're, we're going to obviously everybody knows the rules. We do give our pre review of what we did last week, a brief, uh, uh, our three game best best bets for college our three game best bets for nfl and then we just kind of you know right you know that's that's basically it we talk about the playoffs here and there but i want to ask your opinion um everybody saying ohio state had the best recruiting club one of the best i guess alabama's up there but everybody's ranting and raving about how great the ohio state class is i guess on the defensive line they got two big superstar five stars including a jack sawyer i guess was his name yeah, we're and that's one of the fan questions is about what uh, I'll get to. I'll ask, I'll I'll ask the question later or present the question later rather. But um, yeah, Jack Sawyer. Um, you get Donovan Johnson up front. Um, you get um, Amike. You know, as receiver, well, number one receiver in many people's eyes. You get Marvin uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes. Now, see, I've, heard, of- I've heard of that, but that's not really fair. I'm not really into the for everybody. Just so everybody knows, I will admit right up front, I know nothing about recruiting. I've been out of the recruiting game for some time. Uh, but Marvin Harrison Jr., I've heard of, well, obviously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've also heard he's he's a badass, and he's like got two inches on his dad, right? Yeah, man. He's a physical wide receiver. He's like a possession receiver, though. He's going to go across the middle and get some big uh, catches for you across the middle. And Mika can do everything. I, I can't wait to see him on that team. Um, Jack Sawyer, though, that's a prize possession. He's going to be a impact player for sure next year but yeah Ohio State's recruiting class is great um yeah Alabama's I would say is one and the Ohio State too 
So, I mean, it's it's 1A, 1B, though. I mean, it's really close. Alabama just got a little bit better uh, depth. Um, they got four of the top ten receivers in the country. Um, wow. And, I mean, obviously they already have the best receivers in the country in my eyes. He's leaving. They got yeah. another Devontae Smith, too, that plays corner. So, they're replacing Devontae Smith. They're replacing uh, receivers. They got a quarterback, and they don't need one. Uh, they got a lot of stuff. They got running backs. <clears throat> so, Jack Sawyer's. Jack Sawyer is kind of the golden boy for the Ohio State class because he's from Ohio. Um, but there's another defensive lineman that's supposed to announce tomorrow, right? And I think that everybody's saying that he's pretty much going to go to Ohio State. God, I want to say he had like a Samoan name. Oh, that- yeah. I know who you're talking I can't think of his name right now, but I, know- I thought you were talking about Corey Foreman. Um, no. No, no it, it, I think it, I think his last name started with an A, but he's supposed to announce tomorrow. Yeah. But that was who everybody was saying was going to be the real stud. But Jack Sawyer kind of had the you know everybody is excited about him because he's actually from Ohio. Yeah, um, I mean, Jack's a local kid, but I mean Jack's the number one rated defensive end. Um, oh, he was number one. Yeah, yeah, he's I didn't know one. that. So he can he can do a lot of different things. Um, I like him. He can stand up because inside he can't really play yet. He needs to get bigger and stronger, but he's really good. He's. You know, gonna be next in line. One of the Bosa brothers, and what is it? Harrison, hopefully, hopefully, Malik Chase Young, hype, yeah, you know? Chase Young, all those guys. Jack Sawyer is kind of, I don't know, I don't really have like a comp for him, but he is not as good as those three. But he's just a notch below. He's very technical, though. Very That's technical. great. Very technical. Well, I'm, I'm excited. You know, hi, hi, this was. I don't think this was Ohio State's best team that they've ever had, but I think that they're very close to being. You know. One of the obviously they are one of the best teams in, in the nation, but I think that I thought that the last, last year's Ohio State team, but Ohio State's team was the best team I've ever seen. Full transparency, and I think that they're close to getting back to that level. I thought last year's Ohio State team was insane, and I'm still upset that they lost to Clemson. But I don't think this team is on that level. I don't think so either. I really haven't had a chance. They're close. To see it. I mean, I they're they're, they're close. It. They're close. They just, you know, it's hard. It's hard to lose a guy like Chase Young and JK you know what I mean? They lost, yeah, JK Dobbins. You know, obviously you've seen the running back, the running backs in the backfield, just they don't have that all around skill. Uh, but all right, I think I bored everybody enough. Do you want to rock and roll? What do you what do you want to start out with, Dobbin? I'll let you see. So you want to do listener questions? You want to do jump right into the gambling bets? Or did you want we had a little bit of a conversation yesterday? We had our top five. Yeah, yeah I, um, I, I can run the fan questions real quick. Um, let's do it. One of them is, I guess, I guess you, I would take it more than you, but you can take it if you want. You're the Ohio State fan. It, they just asked what, uh, what Ohio State uh, recruited in this class is going to make the most impact next year. So immediate, immediate impact. Um, I'm going to give that to you, dude. Um, I'd probably say Donovan Jackson, the offensive tackle. I don't know the depth of offensive tackle for Ohio State in front. I don't have it in front of me. You would know better than me. That's why I said I would go back to you. Well, if he's good that. enough, he'll play. He is he, start. I think he's the second best uh, tackle in the country, and he's 6'6", 322. He's, his body's ready. He's physical. Um, he can move. I mean, he's – He's not Orlando Pace, but I mean, you know, I mean, he's. Well, you guys they're, are. They're, they're saying they're saying this guy. They already have him as a first round pick in three years, like now. Like who? Who's, who's doing mock drafts for three years not, from now? Uh, I think it was Greg Burns from uh, Rock, or two, Scout. Ah, I can't talk tonight. Scout.com That kind of, he doesn't do mock drafts, but he was like, this guy's like a lock for first round pick. He's a can't miss prospect. Um and he's I like him. He's he's great. I think he's a freshman all American day one when he walks in. Not all American, just a top freshman. Um so I would say him. 
and Jack Sawyer, obviously, because I mean Jack Sawyer is the number one defensive edge rusher in the country. <laughs> so I mean, getting him out there is a lot easier. Um, because I know how they rotate guys and get pass rushers in. Um, so I'll say those two for me, but that's fair. Given given the depth, the mixture of the hype and, and the depth. Um, we got some questions from Sebastian Cornwell in re- in regard to gambling. We'll get we'll get to your questions, Sebastian. We appreciate you reaching out. We appreciate you watching. Uh, Don, were there any other 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 right end questions before we get to Sebastian stuff? Yeah. Um, they wanted to know top five MVP for the NFL right now. Like top, I, my top five MVPs. Oh my god! I can go. I can go first if you're not ready. Like so, you can think about it. Well, obviously Mahomes is up there. Obviously Aaron Rodgers is up. Right? Tell me if you disagree so far, right? Because I feel like this is probably a communal. Yeah, I, I feel like this is. I feel like we can agree on five because the, the MVP is not who do I think is the best player in the NFL. It's who's going to win. It's the Heisman Trophy of the NFL. It's you know it's pretty. You know it's going to be a quarterback. And you know it's going to be someone from a winning team, right? Right. So. Aaron Rodgers is going to be up there. Patrick Mahomes is going to be up there. Um, those, those are my top two in that order: Rodgers and Mahomes. Uh, I would have Henry next. Derrick Henry. Do you and think Derrick Henry's up there? Oh. He's. I mean, he's having one of the best seasons of all time. It depends top. on how deep they go into the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, I think either way, dude. He's. I having, think you can make. He, I think he might. Make, he might have the most rushing yards in NFL history in the season. So I mean, I have to put him in the. He's they, close. I, guess, I guess that that's true. Yeah. I, I think that if, if you're going to put Derrick Henry in the discussion, you can put – this is going to sound biased, but you could put Baker Mayfield in that discussion depending on how these next couple weeks go, depending on how deep the, the Browns go in the playoffs. I mean, you know, he is slinging it, dude. Yeah, he is, but I think – yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't put him in the top five. He's not even really close to me. Um, <laughs> sorry, I love Baker. Though. I mean, Nick Chubb. Is the MVP of that team? Um, so I put him. Uh, he missed a couple games, but I mean, there's just yeah, so. No, I love Baker. I just think it's a little too. If he keeps this up, yeah, he'll get in it late. He'll get a late discussion, but I don't think he's going to keep this up for the next three games. I could be wrong. What about Ben Roethlisberger? No, uh, Josh Allen is my number four. That's a good one. I'm. I feel yeah. stupid because that's a good one. That, that's then, a very good then, one. And then I will have. Uh, I have Kyler Murray at five. Because Kyler Murray. So you think Kyler Murray is more likely to get MVP than Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. Who's who? Who before two weeks ago had his team at nine and zero, and they on a team that does nothing but pass it. And you got they're playing the Bengals this upcoming week, which we're going to get to and we're going to discuss. I have Kyler Murray. I just think him running. Kyler Murray. I mean, he's one in fantasy. Dude, points. he's he's had he's had he's games no- where he looks like shit. RG three was number one in fantasy points too. His sophomore is up. Second year of the NFL, and we know how that turned out. Well, yeah, that was a he had it was top ten MVP voting the last year. Lamar was Jackson, he? yeah, Lamar Jackson, yeah, his second year he was top ten MVP voting. Lamar Jackson was number one in fantasy last year. He won the MVP. Now, obviously, Kyler well, Murray, Kyler hasn't won as many games, but I mean, the Cardinals aren't that great. Like, I mean, they're they're suppo- they're bright where they're supposed to be. No, but they've they've lost games. Because they've I don't want to say they've lost games because of Kyler. That's not fair. They've they've been in positions where. Other quarterbacks have pulled them out of the guck, or they've they've been in situations where if Kyler would make do this instead of this, I, there there's been weeks where we watched them and we've talked about it on this podcast where it was like, oh, is the NFL figuring them out? Because we both kind of said no, they're not figuring no, them out. It's not just, at all to me. Yeah, like, but he's, he's had games where he had to look good. 
But that's fine. I mean, it's his second year. He's better than most. Well, I just don't. Yeah. I don't think he's in the MVP. So who's your top five? That's my Rodgers, Mahomes, Henry, Allen, and Kyler. Um, in that think, order. And Kyler's had moments too with the D Hop catch. Now you can give D Hop all the credit, but somebody had to make that. Yeah. There's not many people scrambling out and getting that throw off. Like there's like five. Um, that's, a good, that's a really good question. Because so, I mean, he he's that. had a moment. Josh Allen had his moment Sunday night. Um, Henry's just been so dominant for two years in a row. It's like. What moment does he need, right? And Mahomes, obviously, is Mahomes. And Rodgers, I mean, he's just been balling out and playing amazing the past the whole season. Just consistent. I think the MVP. I, I think it's I think I think you'd be hard pressed to pull it out of Aaron yeah. Rodgers' arms. I think that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. You know, the Big top, game. top five is, is a great. It's a great question. It's a good question. But I just don't think that there's five guys. I just don't think there is. It's Aaron. I feel like it's 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 feel like the, the MVP trophy is in Aaron Rodgers' hands. I, I agree. Mean, I, I, you, I have think, to, you have to make a ballot. I mean. With ten guys on it, though. I mean, do you? You can't yeah. just check one guy and send it in. No, <laughs> no. They make you vote on five. I don't know yeah. how it works. You gotta, you gotta vote for, um, you gotta vote for ten. Guys. I don't think you vote on. I don't think you vote on ten guys. I think it's three, right? I thought because that was the big that was the big discussion with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson's never received an MVP vote. Remember? I thought they took the top. Three guys, like kind of like the Heisman. Like the Heisman, they only invite four guys, but like <clears throat> you vote on. I, I think there's, there's, I a, think there's a ballot when you get the Heisman, but like right, you know what I mean, like but thought, you, and the Heisman's the Heisman's different because you rank them one, two, three, right? When you get your Heisman, the MVP is not like that. You get like three like dash points. Like I think this guy gets there's a point. This guy deserves a point. This guy, I, we'll have to double check. That's a good Google for after this because I think that we're both wrong about how that process works. Because remember, Russell Wilson's never had an MVP vote, and everybody keeps I, talking about I, that I like that's insane. I didn't know he never had a vote. Um, he's he's never received an MVP MVP cool. vote. But get, well, I, if you go back and you look at it. There's like last year, there was only like two guys that got MVP votes at all. Yeah, Lamar is like unanimous, man. Um, this year it's yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rod- Rodgers, Mahomes, and Henry. Then, uh, but they asked top five, so I would say Josh Allen and Kyler. Um, Allen is creeping up into the top three, though. Allen not gonna win probably, but I mean he could though because depending like, depend on how the next couple weeks go. I mean, it's just saying like it, it's not. Aaron Rodgers is playing amazing ball, but like he's probably gonna get it. Honestly, but like I said, Mahomes had a bad night, but he can if he comes back throws four touchdowns and beats the Saints next week. Yeah, I mean, and that's gonna be, everybody's going to watch that game too. It'd be nice for Josh to be in. I mean, for these young guys like Kyler and Josh, and they're, they're so young, man. It's just nice for them to be in the discussion. No one thought, except Mel Kuyper, that Josh Allen would be in the discussion for MVP this early. And to Kyler, so, people doubted <clears> him so much too. So I'm just happy for the young cats that get a shot to be in the mix. I mean, obviously Justin's a Pro Bowl quarterback to me too. Herbert is a rookie. He's a Pro Bowl type quarterback. He probably won't make it, but. I'm happy for those young guys at quarterback that are in the discussion. Um, so, well, again, we'll double and check. Baker, Baker too, like you said, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll we'll double we'll double check this and bring it up for the, for the next show. But I I after my quick Google, my quick Google, I believe they only take there's only 50 NFL writers that get a vote for the MVP, and they get to vote for one person. So that's why Lamar Jackson unanimous MVP last year is because he got all 50 votes. That's why when everybody says, well, Russell Wilson's never got a vote. That's why it doesn't, that's why it makes sense because Lamar Jackson was unanimous the year before that Patrick Mahomes got like 48 and Drew Brees had like two. And the year before that Carson Wentz had like three Uh, Drew Brees had like one. And then uh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah. 
Was it? I don't know. Well, yeah. that's something. Yeah, it was something. I think there's only I think there's only fifty votes to get. So some of the guys were bringing up. They ain't gonna even get a vote. I would assume. No, it'd be Rogers, Mahomes, and that's 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 the yeah. list. Yep. And if, if, I, think, I, think if, I think if Derrick Henry breaks Eric Dickerson's record, he'll like one vote. Because there's just guys that like swear by records sometimes. Like if you that, break that's like, fair. It's an yeah. impressive record. I mean, that is because I mean, like I just I mean, think that Derrick Henry's degree of difficulty with like like running backs are supposed to be done, dude. Especially running backs like him. For him to be doing that, a 250 pound six three back. That's I, I thought those were extinct guys. Like that's what everyone told me. But he breaks the mold apparently. He's he is. Everyone's supposed to be like McCaffrey or like Cream Hunt or Saquon, but like Henry's just like, nah, dude, old school. I'm running the over, dude. Like, well, they don't it. they don't use him like McCaffrey though. McCaffrey Henry can't do what McCaffrey does. I'm saying he don't need to. He's just old school. He's run, I'm just he's saying, running, yeah, he's running you over. He's gonna run you over. I, I ain't gonna it. I ain't gonna line up Derrick Henry out, you know, out in the slot or whatever. I'd be scared to tackle it. That that's he's the hardest person to tackle in the field. Gotta be, gotta be. Potentially Tyree, because you can't touch him. <laughs> Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray's oh small God. and slippery yeah. as shit too. He's, so I guess well, you want to do the uh, top the tight. It was a tight end corners and wide receivers real quick. That was, well, that let's was, let's save that for last. Did, okay, did, last. did you have any more? Did you have any more listener questions? Um, no, that was it. That was okay, just, that's oh, cool. Because Sebastian, I'm sorry, go on. No, I was saying there was one more, but like I think it kind of we should save it. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sebastian had a question. Hey, guys, what college games this week are a lock-in? And then a second question was, would you take Notre Dame plus 13 versus Clemson this week? So that, that opens the door for us to go in and talk about college football. Let me talk to you a brief preview about what I did last week. And, Sebastian, you're going to want to hear this before you listen to my locks because I did not have the best week, Donovan. Did not. Uh, actually, you know what? My overall record was great. I won – I won way more games. It was in the 60%. Uh, but the games that I said on this podcast, I was 0-2. My, I bet on Indiana giving 9.5 to Purdue. That game got canceled due to COVID. I bet on Hawaii giving 20.5 to UNLV. I'm so close. Hawaii only won by 17. And then I bet on Nor- Northern Illinois getting 6 from Eastern Michigan. Again, another close one. Northern Illinois lost 33-41. to 41, So that was close. The spread there was 8. Um, I don't regret those bets. I wouldn't bet on Northern Illinois again. If I had, I would bet on. I would bet this week if the Hawaii, you know, the you know, the games happen again. I bet on Hawaii again. You know, these terrible. We talk about you know the pretty much every week. You know, these suck too much. Uh, <laughs> dude, they're all oh, they're terrible. They're so bad. We talk about you more than any other Mountain West school because they're so they're like you Massachusetts, Fort Atlantic. There's just a couple teams that you can really pick apart and bet against because they're so terrible. Northern Illinois. I don't know who their coach is, but dude. I don't know if he's gonna be there very long. They're they're rough, dude. Northern Illinois used to be good. They used to be good, and there's still some talent there. There's still some Lynch. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, they, they got that quarterback there. That's Ross Bowers, and he's he's pretty Ross, good. He can yeah. move around. He can move around pretty well. He can throw a decent ball. You want to know something there. funny? You want to know something funny? Ross sure. Bauer, Ross Bowers and Max Gillian were roommates. The UNLV quarterback and really? they were roommates at Cal. So that's funny, right? You're talking about. I didn't know Ross Bowers <laughs> even transferred from Cal. They so both did. Funny. Chase Garbers is the quarterback now. He got them both out, but uh, wow. they're all they're all pretty similar in talent. I mean, Chase is a little bit better, but yeah, that, they were roommates in college. Yeah, Bowers, Bowers is, is solid. They just suck, and I, I thought Eastern Michigan's really bad. Yeah. Um, but they have a pretty good coach there, and Chris Crichton, who actually coached Drake back when I played at Valpo. Uh, but I, I just, you know, I would not bet on that game again. The Hawaii game, though, I'm okay with that. I, you know, shit happens. Donovan, how'd you do last week? 
Um, I did okay. I was one and one. Um, look at my notes here. I was one and one. I had a game. One and one? Didn't you? Oh, you had a game canceled? Yeah, the kind of stopped picking Pac 12 games. <laughs> Cal, Cal, so well, Cal and Washington was canceled. Wait, you know, Larry Scott, the disaster that is Larry Scott. Um, the Big Ten's know. even worse. Big Ten cancels games all the time. Mm, I don't know. Y'all, y- y'all are still having a legit championship game, though. We were replacing teams in championship. <laughs> they announced USC Washington. They're like, wait, just kidding, Oregon. Um, yeah. Like, dude, come on. I feel so bad for my guys at SC. Like, they were like having to watch tape on both teams. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know who they were going to play. That's the fact, yeah. though. Um, so, yeah, that game, uh, lost that one. Won the USC game. It wasn't pretty. Like every USC game this year, uh, we've we've been sneaking Don't by. That. But uh, that. we won. Right about that. Yeah, won that one. That, but it was man, it was hard. <clears throat> it was hard. Um, and then I lost the uh, Illinois Northwestern game. You know they they couldn't cover. You know fourteen well, and a half. It, and Lovey you know Smith got fired because of it. So. That's right. It's okay to lose a bet if the guy loses his job over it. That's my motto, baby. <laughs> I thought I thought I, I, that was like part of me betting. Like, dude, I love Lovey Smith. By the way, I loved. I thought he was a great hire for Illinois. I was stoked. I was wrong. He did. I was wrong too. Yeah, he he'll be a, he'll be a DC somewhere, and he'll probably do a really good job. Some guys are just meant to be coordinators. Um, that's true. That's true. So yeah, I was one and one. I wish Kyle to play Washington. Uh, I would like. I because that's always a fun game. And it was such a slow. It was two and a half of the spread, but it just didn't. It won't happen. They're not remaking it up. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's dive in here. My number one best bet is I'm taking LSU, getting two points from Mississippi. Mississippi currently sits at four and four. LSU is four and five. LSU was favored by LSU was favored by four points when this line opened up. Okay. So that is a six point flip in my direction. And we talked about how LSU is a very talented team. Donovan, you know, they're, they're recruiting rankings in like the back of your hand. And LSU has fours and five stars up and down that roster. And Mississippi is not there yet. I know Lane Kiffin is building a little bit of an offensive fire, definitely an explosive offense, but they're still not as talented as LSU. Um, Mississippi barely beat Mississippi State last week, 31-24. to 24. Mississippi State's not good. Uh, and LSU, I know they're coming off a big victory, so momentum might weigh against me. Um, but I'm going to bet on LSU with getting those guys back. Remember, they beat they beat Florida outright 37-34 as, an, as a way underdog by 23 points. And they had only 45 guys. No, it was 50 guys on scholarship. So they had, they were they were missing thirty five scholarship guys, including their first two quarterbacks. So they're going to get some of those guys back. So this team is going to be better. So the momentum, as far as emotions for these kids, is going against me. But I think with that talent, with that influx of talent, and you giving me two points, I, I feel comfortable with LSU here. Where'd you get that game at? Two points. LSU. I'm getting two points. It, LSU was favored by four. Yeah. Line open. Now LSU is the underdog by two points. They're underdog by two. That's crazy. I got. I know. See. Yeah. I got a one and a half. Uh, Who'd you take? Ole Miss. We're going opposite on this yeah. one. Yeah. Explain yourself. I mean, it's like everything you said. I was trying not to smile too hard. You're talking about the momentum. I think that game wasn't a fluke because LSU just showed up and played with their talented guys that they did have. But the offense. They're gonna score points with Ole Miss, but I believe there's gonna be some turnovers in this game. Did some turnover. Yeah, I don't, they're not. Well, Matt Corral's gonna have a field day. Um, he's been the bright spot of that. He's been the bright spot of the SEC to me. Like quarterback play. Obviously, Mac is the 
quarter, uh, first quarterback, first team, but second team quarterback might be Matt Corral, dude. He's been balling um, in the SEC. So I got him in that offense. Elijah Moore and those boys score points. It's going to be high scoring. They didn't they, play well last week. They didn't. They didn't play well last week. High scoring game, though. They had some people out, too, for COVID, but um, the high scoring game, very high scoring game. But, and Max Johnson impressed me. Um, talk about recruiting. I wasn't worried about – I mean, I like Miles. I know Miles personally. He's a good kid. Well, he went down. And TJ went down, another four-star recruit. Max is a four-star recruit. He's from Georgia uh, right here where I am and uh, watched him play. Obviously, he watched his dad, Brad, you know, won a Super Bowl. Um, his pops played pretty well. Not the best quarterback sure. in the world, but I, I like LSU. And I think that emotion is going to kind of have them slacking a little early. And – it's hard to come off of a big win like that. I feel like that's a, that's a hair, fair handicap. Yeah, that's a fair handicap in the other direction, and I acknowledge that. But like I said, you know, thirty three. I'm if, if half of those guys come back. I mean, a lot of those guys were players. They started. They were you know they weren't just walk ons. So, but I that is a fair handicap. If you're if you're betting on emotion, I would say go with Ole Miss. If you're betting on LSU being slightly better because of the return of their players, and you think that last week was a, a preview of what they possibly could do. That's fair. That I would I would bet LSU. I guess that's what it comes down to his personal preference. Was that your number one bet? No, it was my number one. That was the first. I, I had to go with that one because you went with that one first. Yeah, that's fair. But um, I went both are top twenty five in recruiting this year. Obviously LSU is in there. LSU Ole Miss is Ole Miss is thirteenth right now. I think uh, composite, which is super super duper high for them. Back no, to Link does a good job. Oh yeah, he did a good job recruiting Florida Atlantic. Dude, Darius said he was. The best dude, and Darius didn't go there. He went to Cal. Really? He was like my favorite person to talk to. Like, he was like, he just makes you seem like you're like friends with him, and you know him for like ten minutes. Wow. Like, Use car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, my second game, I got Wisconsin giving twelve points to Minnesota. Minnesota sits at three and three. Wisconsin is two and three. Um, I would have thought this game was two touchdowns. I mean, if you had asked me, hey Josh, what what do you think the spread of this game? I would say, ah, oh, Wisconsin will beat them by two touchdowns. So I'm getting it under that key number of fourteen. I'm very confident with that. Very happy with that. Minnesota deep did beat Nebraska last week, twenty four to seventeen. But remember, like LSU, they have they had thirty three players out too, and those players I'm hearing are not coming back. Um, Rashad Bateman, their number one wide receiver, was actually he he declared out. He's gone. He didn't play last week. Last week was his first game where he didn't play, and he ain't gonna play against Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a better team than Nebraska. Uh, Wisconsin did get their ass kicked by from. Iowa last week, 728, but I think Iowa's a very good team. Iowa's honestly probably the second-best team in the Big Ten. Um, but, yeah, if you're, I, I feel like Wisconsin can take advantage of the shitty Minnesota defense, um, the injuries, the, the opt-outs that Minnesota's dealing with, and I think that Wisconsin can put it together. Is uh, Graham Mertz playing? I don't think so. Yeah, he's been out. He had COVID. And he, was mm-hmm. actually, he was actually really sick. Was um, he? Yeah, Chris Gerwin, I think, is a reporter up there, and he was saying, like, yeah, like, I mean, I know a lot of guys have been in contact with people with COVID or had it, but, like, he was, like, actually sick. Like, he lost, like, some weight and, like, had to cut. he was in bed the whole time and had to really, like. Yeah, I, I that, that, my, my prediction. He's, he's been out, out for two months. Oh, he's, no, not, he's been out okay. for a while. That's, yeah, he's been gone for a while. I just didn't know. I didn't know if he even came back uh, last right. week. I know they said he was probably just not going to come back at all. He did. No, you're right. He, he did. He did. But he is going to start. He came he back last Okay, yes. that's right. I thought he came back. But he's not involved with my handicap at all. Okay, that that's was, right. the, his, his bright spot at the beginning of the year where it was like, oh, my God, he's a god. That's gone. 
That's yeah. gone. He, he's not as great as we thought he was going to be. He's okay. He's good. But, I like Graham. Yeah, he'll be a really the, good. My my handicap yeah. has whether he's in or out. I'm taking Wisconsin. Give well, yeah. it to him. His first game was like 16 of 17 with like five uh-huh. touchdowns. So I mean, yeah, he's uh-huh. the four star biggest recruit they've had at quarterback um, since Russell. Yeah. That wasn't their own guy. Anyway, um, that's a good bet. I like that. But um, just asking if that he was playing, I wasn't sure. I got Tennessee over Texas A&M 14. Uh, I don't think they'll win the game, no. I'm Tennessee's getting 14? Yeah. You're taking Tennessee? Yeah, I'll take Tennessee. Um, oh, Pruitt's kind of coaching for his job a little bit. I don't know if they're going to really fire him. Yeah, he's just kind of got there. It's only his really like second year. Um, but, I mean, they've looked better without Jared Gartanamo Bay, um, whether, <laughs> it's, whether it's JT Stroud or Harrison Bailey, who I really am a fanboy of, if you can't tell for the past three years talking to me. Um, and he hasn't looked as good as I thought he was, but they're also throwing him into the, the fire, man. Um, they got Trey they Smith up front. They shit out of Vanderbilt last week, which I was kind of surprised about because Vanderbilt is – Yeah, well, they really Vanderbilt got, blows. Back, Vanderbilt to basi- they got I- back to basics, I feel like. Tennessee was playing good early, and then they got lucky this year, I'll say, because their non-conference was – he, sorry, Jeremy Pruitt got fired if they were playing their regular schedule. Um, that's all I can say. And he got lucky by only playing these teams. He would have had to, would have had to Oklahoma, <laughs> Memphis, oh, and yeah. West Virginia in that schedule. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if they win either of those games. Any three, it maybe would have beat Memphis. But you're, but again, you're taking them getting 14 points. Yeah, Texas. but yeah, I'm taking it. Sorry, I got off track. I can talk about Tennessee forever, but <laughs> yeah, um, I'm taking that. Oh, 10 points. I think and it went by seven, 10 I'm points. I'm kind of surprised that Tennessee is only favored by 14 given their, their public perception and their yeah. high playoff ranking and all yeah. that bullshit. Well, I mean, I think Tennessee has a lot of talent and honestly, star wise, just as much talent as AM. And AM is kind of. No one's really talking about them right now. They're, they're ranked five, but I feel like they're not. Like, because no one really talks. They, kind of, they shouldn't be ranked five. Yeah. It's because they, they got their ass kicked by Alabama. That's. Yeah, no, I mean, no one. They've only like, played two winning like, teams. Someone said they were like an invisible Three? at number five. I forgot who it was on the show. They're like, they're most, the most disrespected five team ever. They're not. They shouldn't be, <laughs> they should like, be ranked number five. They, I mean, you know, we yeah. you bet on you bet on Auburn um, when they I played XM and Auburn blows. Auburn fired their coach, and Auburn was winning that game. Yeah, you know what I mean. I bet against them twice now, um, so I need to. If they lose this week, I mean, AM covered though. You know what I mean? So they did what they needed to do, but they just yeah, I know it. it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Yeah. yeah, that's the number five team in the country. I mean, yeah. since this, Eddie, since Eddie doing that shit, this is, a, this is a weird team. Um, this is a weird team. Like I, I thought AM was like a year away. Honestly, from being like a real number five, because their well, team they are because they got beat by yeah. Alabama by forty points. They're not. Yeah. I think that that number five ranking yeah. is complete BS. With that said, though, I think Tennessee yeah. sucks. Oh yeah, they do. Well, I, I can see, I, I I can see your handicap though. I can I mean, see that being a solid handicap. I'm just surprised a And M only has one loss. Like I thought, that's a three loss team. Like for them to only have one loss actually impresses me because I, I dude, don't, we got. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think that they played any. I think they've only played three teams with the winning record, and they lost to one of them by forty points. I don't know. I get. I mean, I, maybe I was looking at maybe their non the the real schedule, not the whatever this is, the COVID schedule. Because <laughs> out of conference, I mean, they they. They play hard teams all the time. Like they play Clemson. I think they played Clemson this year, so they would have lost that game. Maybe I'll yeah, that. The, way. the yeah. only let's see here. I mean, we know about the schedule last year. It was, I mean, but I mean this year, I'm still. I don't know. Maybe I'm still. Well, I technically, thought, Auburn, technically, Auburn has a winning record now. At the time of the conversation, Auburn had a losing record, but Auburn has a winning record. Well, so one, two, they played Florida, 
who has a winning record. See, I thought they'd lose that game. I thought they'd lose to Bama and all those Auburn. That's three right there. I thought they would lose. And then and I even count LSU, obviously, that's different. So that's yeah, three. That, I, that's three. I thought they'd lose right there. So that, that's it, dude. They're, 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 so they've played Alabama, Florida, and Auburn. They're, they've only played three teams that have a winning record, and they lost they lost to one by 30 points. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, can, I knew I knew I, I knew was, knew a solid handicap. No, it is. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I think AM's like to me overachieving, and I think Tennessee's kind of right Under- should be underachieving ish. Uh, like I, I said, they I, got lucky. Not, <laughs> they got lucky they didn't have to play OU, Memphis, and uh, West Virginia for their non conference. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll say yeah. that. And then have to play that, Georgia and Florida too. I'm not going to put money on that game, but that's a fair handicap. If you if you if you bet like you use utilize the stock market, you're bet you know you're getting Tennessee low and you're getting ten, Texas A&M high. So that might you know, and Texas A&M doesn't that that's 14 points is you know that, that you got to win, you got to dominate a little bit. So I'm I that's a fair game. I was saying, I would just, last thing on this game. Only reason I'm scared of this game is because the BS points at the end that AM gonna try to put up to make their resume look better. Uh-huh. Like they're gonna try. Jimbo's gonna try to run the score up on Tennessee and make. They, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Tennessee. Like if they win by 30, it's better than 14. So I'm scared they're gonna have the ball and not run it out. They're gonna fucking score. <laughs> Excuse me, score. That's so, it's so stupid. You have to worry about that, but you're right. But, I mean, that's uh, that scares me. But other than that, yeah, I like this game. Excuse me for my uh-huh. language, Grandma. She's listening to this show. I'm sorry. She, sorry. <laughs> she, she, she's our one viewer. We got one. I think Sebastian logged off. Uh, well, um, Boise State. <laughs> my third. Yeah, my third game is Boise State giving six and a half to San Jose State. San Jose State is six and zero. Oh, Boise State's five and one. San Jose State is kind of uh, one of the cooler stories of the college football landscape. So I've been watching them pretty closely. But I'm gonna bet against them. I was surprised that surprised that this didn't hit eight, seven points, eight points. I'm getting it under a touchdown. I think Boise State can win by a touchdown. Uh, San Jose State was losing to Nevada 20-7 to in the first half. Okay, Nevada collapsed towards the end of the first half. They had a missed field goal. Some things went wrong, and then the fl- field flipped on them. San Jose State's very well coached, I think. Um, but I, I, you know, I, Boise State's well coached as well, and they're way better than Nevada. So if Nevada has a lead like that, they ain't going to let it go. Um, Boise State held Wyoming to 146 rushing yards last week. I know they didn't win impressively. They only won 17-9, but it was snowing out. It was, I mean, cold, windy. It was very unpleasant, and they held Wyoming to 146 rushing yards. Again, I understand that in those temperatures, in, in that scenario, you're going to load the box. You know Wyoming's coming at you, but Wyoming is a very, very good running team. They rely on the run heavily. San Jose State does a little bit, but they don't. I don't think they have the horses um, Wyoming has their 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 skill revolves around the running backs and the linemen. Um, and Hank Bachmeyer, he's he's back, he's healthy. This will be his fifth start. He's very good, very underrated. I think if he would have been able to play the whole season, uh, he'd be you know he would be in the conversation for one of the top quarterbacks of the season. Um, but he he's very good. You know, we're still you're still getting the, the rust off four games in. Now this will be his fifth game. I, I like this. I like Boise State giving six and a half. What do you think? <clears throat> I like San Jose State has been impressing me with Nick Starkle. Uh, speaking of A and M, yeah, like, coming from them, but uh, yeah, I, I like that one. Boise State with Hank back, I Hank Bachmeyer back. I like that. Six and a half, you said, or five and a half? Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. I would get it under. Yeah. If you get under a touchdown, that that might be my cutoff there. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Uh, I really wanted to go with USC Oregon because I've been riding USC every game and they've been winning for me. They've been winning, bro. They've been covering. But, USC's impressive. They are. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna take them 
versus Oregon, though. I think they'll win the game. But I actually took Ohio State and Northwestern 20 and a half. You took you took Ohio State given the 20 and a half points? Yeah, I think Ohio State went by four touchdowns. I, or, I like or, that bet. Or more. Yeah, they're they're really gonna they're, I know I went against what, Northwestern what last you said year. About, what you said about Texas AM, Ohio State's probably going to look to pour it on to try to make sure that everybody knows that they belong in the playoffs. And they're they're angry, man. They're pissed off they haven't gotten to play. They're gonna yeah. This is not going to be fun for Pat Fitzgerald. He might have to come out on the field and play linebacker again. Got a great defense, so I do think it's going to. I don't. I do think it's going to take a second. Like you might be sitting there at halftime, going, "Oh yeah. my god, who's this bet?" But I think no. that Ohio State's depth and speed is going to really preserve. I think you're right. I, I think that Ohio State can win by three touchdowns if you can get under that 21 point margin because you get it at 20 and a half. I feel like that's a good bet. That's why. Yeah, I saw it 20 and a half with me. Like, yeah, let's go because three mm-hmm. touchdowns, man. That's I'd be shocked. If they, <clears throat> they're not gonna lose, <laughs> it can't happen. No. Right? But uh, I mean, biggest biggest upset in Big Ten history. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Shit. But uh, well, App State, I guess. But anyway, yeah, this would be crazy. But no, nah, I'll say 29. I like it. Like you said, yeah. three under three touchdowns. Yeah. Well, you made another interesting point too. If you know a team is going to win, and the, your second handicap would your second question would be. Can they pour it on? Are they going to pour it on? What's their goal? And you know that with the conference championship and Ohio State trying to make a play in the playoffs, that they are going to try to pour it on. I think that's a safe bet. Um, Before we move on to the NFL, Sebastian did have a question. Would you take Notre Dame plus 13 versus Clemson this week? My initial – I'm not touching that game, okay? There's two (laughs) smells, okay? But my initial thought process, if you gun to my head, I'm taking Clemson. I I think that Notre Dame locked out the first round. Or the first time they played, you know, Notre Dame barely beat them when they had the backup quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is a different kind of beast. Clemson is going to come out with a vengeance. And just like you said, if they go up, they're not putting, they're taking their foot off the pedal. And this is an offense that when they are rolling, they're great. The issues I have and why I'm not betting the game is because we've seen Clemson not look like past Clemson teams. You know, uh, they were losing to Syracuse for, I think it was only in the first quarter, but they were struggling with the Syracuse team. Do you know what I mean? When Trevor Lawrence was out, they were struggling with the Boston College team. And that's even with, this is a team historically, even with their starting quarterback out, they would kind of put, you know, with the talent like Travis Etienne, they would put their foot on the gas pedal and it wouldn't matter. They're just, you know, a monster. So there are some question marks there. That and Notre Dame's defense. I'm not worried about Notre Dame's offense. I'm worried about Notre Dame's defense. This is a different Notre Dame defense. Usually we see lack of speed. You know, you guys like Manti Teo who are great. They fill the hole great. They wrap up. They don't miss tackles, blah, 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 blah. They got a lot of speed. They got a lot of pass rush. They're big on the defensive line. They got defensive backs that can cover. That's my big issue. We saw that. We saw how good Notre Dame's defense is when they stifled North Carolina, who has an explosive offense. We talked about that on this podcast, and if you don't want to listen to our podcast, all you have to do is look at the box score for the North Carolina-Miami game because Miami ain't bad either, and North Carolina made them look like a peewee squad. So those are some of my question marks with that game. Gun to my head, I'm taking Clemson because, like I said, I I don't think that Notre Dame wins this game, and I think that if Clemson gets an opportunity to win, they're going to put their foot on the pedal. It's actually ten and a half, right? Though the real spread, or is he saying thirteen? Because like he 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 wrote down thirteen. I, I would have to I would have to double check real quick. Cause I saw a ten. A, I saw a ten and a half on Monday, so maybe it changed to thirteen. Because they Clemson got their um, starting safety back and a middle linebacker back, and I mean, yeah, no, you're right. It is ten and a half. That's still ten and a half. Okay, 
Oh, yeah. thirteen. But we don't know where he's looking. Maybe he's looking yeah. at another book. He has his book, or he might be just betting he's, a, fr- he's a friendly got, wager. He's got a thirteen. He's got a. He's he just commented again. He's got a thirteen. We don't know where he's betting. What I say. You know, Bavada or something like that. Some of those websites are a little bit higher. I'm not touching this game either, but it's the biggest game of the week. And I mean, that's the one game I got to hang out with my girlfriend this weekend. Um, Gun to your head. It's the game I tell her I got to watch. I'll I'll take Clemson. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Clemson. But by 13, I would take Notre Dame. I don't think they're going to, it would be a 10 point win. Well, that's the question. So if you're, you gun to your head, you got to put money on the game. Who you think? Oh, okay. Oh, well, the spread is 13. Clemson. If the spread's 13, yeah, I would take Notre Dame. Really? Um, yeah, I don't think Clemson. Because you, don't, you, you think Clemson's going to win, but you don't think that they can stop on Notre Dame. No. Not having Justin Ross is big, man. Like, you can't. Like, I know people are just, like, kind of whatever about that because it's Clemson. Like, I know their recruiting's good, but they don't have Justin Ross on their team. No one does. Like, you know what I mean? Devontae Smith's amazing. But yeah, but the just, difference between like, Trevor Lawrence and that freshman quarterback has got to be a worth at least a touchdown and a field goal. It's got to be. We're talking about maybe the greatest quarterback in Clemson history with a freshman. I know he's good. I know he's a five-star recruit. You know, we've seen, we've seen teams do yeah. it, like Ohio State, for, for example, you know, with the National Championship with our third-string quarterback. But let's be realistic. That's a rarity. Trevor Lawrence is a freak. I, I just, is. This is a This is the biggest game – not of his career. I think that there are other. It's the biggest game of it. Good. No, uh, <laughs> I just think the guys being out on defense was more important than Trevor last game. Uh, I mean, obviously their offense wasn't really the problem. He did struggle on third downs, DJ, and uh, uh-huh. the, the second overtime where he took two well two sacks. Yeah, he took second down, third down sack, and then they were like fourth and thirty four, and they tried to make a play. Um, so that Trevor wouldn't have done that, but ETN can't fumble. The ball two times and drop have dropped passes. Uh, they're not replacing Justin Ross, obviously, but their receivers got to step up and make some plays. And then defense got to play better. Ian Book killed them on third down. He's a, he's the best quarterback on third down in the country. Ian Book. So, so, it's so gonna, Sabat just just texted out. So we we portal, basically what we agree we, we agree that this game is too smelly for us to bet. I think if you're gonna bet it, you're gonna I'm gonna bet Clemson. If you're gonna bet it, you're gonna take Notre Dame, right? Yeah. So we're kind of. Right. So he he also responded, do y'all have any confident games for this weekend? I need three games. So just to recap, Sebastian, we did talk about our favorite three games in college. I had LSU getting two points from Mississippi, Wisconsin giving 12 to Minnesota, and Boise State giving six and a half to San Jose State. Donovan, what were your three games again? Uh, Ohio State over Northwestern, 20 and a half. Uh, yeah. Tennessee, Texas A&M was 14. They were given, and then uh, Ole Miss LSU. What would you say? I got it. One and a half, two. You got to one. So that that this one is actually half, exercise, this is actually a good exercise. Let's pretend that we had to share a wallet. You and I had to pick three games. We disagree on the LSU Mississippi game, so let's get rid of that. Let's get let's put our three most confident games out there. I really liked your Ohio State bet. I like your Boise San Jose. Okay, so we so our top three games would be Ohio State giving twenty and a half to Northwestern, Boise State giving six and a half to San Jose State. So now the question is: Do we want to take Texas and or do we want to take Tennessee or Wisconsin? That's the question. Was Wisconsin? Uh, Wisconsin's playing. Wisconsin is favored by twelve points over Minnesota. 
Yeah, I'll tell you Wisconsin. I like your Wisconsin Minnesota better than my Tennessee. So that would be so if we had to narrow it down to three games, we're taking Wisconsin giving twelve points, Boise State giving six and a half, and Ohio State giving twenty and a half. I feel like those are three winning games. I feel like I have a lot of confidence in those games. It's funny that my most confident game was LSU though. And, but you kind of convinced me not to. I'm less confident, and I'm not talking to you now that you're betting against it. Um, but we spent enough time on that. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Sebastian, we appreciate the comments, man. That, that's good talking, uh, getting some comments in here and, and trying to, you know, it, it's, that's a good exercise, trying to narrow it down between three games between us. We've never done that before. Usually it's just, hey, what do you got? What do I got? And we go right. ahead. And, um, <clears throat> you ready to move on to the NFL? Heck yeah, man. Let's go. All right, so last week I did not have a great week, which was surprising. Usually I do pretty well in the NFL. The NFL has been kind of my hot spot lately. I took the Indianapolis Colts, giving two and a half points to Las Vegas Raiders. Indianapolis destroyed the Raiders 44-27. I had no worries in that game. Green Bay, well, they struggled in the first half, but whatever. Green Bay giving seven and a half to Detroit. Green Bay only won 31-24. to I'm betting on that game nine out of ten times. That you know, It was so close. You said, you said that half is going to kill us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It did. It did. Uh-huh. And then New Orleans giving seven points to Philadelphia. You won that bet. You took Philadelphia. I did not. I took New Orleans. New Orleans lost outright 21 to 24. I got to give you props. Uh, we talked about that game. My handicap was that New Orleans Saints are good and that their rookie quarterback is going to struggle and that the Eagles suck and they've sucked all season long. Donovan, your handicap, you said, hey, there is history where when you get a new quarterback, there is some excitement and a pop, and these guys rally around the new quarterback. You were 100% right. Jalen Hurts may not be better than Carson Wentz. I'm not saying he is, but this team was better with Jalen Hurts. They rallied around him. They, they, they pushed him forward. He looked really good. He looked very capable, and the team stepped up. For that yeah. reason, I'm going to go ahead. Well, I'll, what, what, how, how was your weekend? Tell me how your weekend was. Man, I was 2-1 and, and really – I mean, the Green Bay game, you know, half a point. It would have been three or no. But so I'm happy. That's the best you can get. I've been two and one every week since I've been on the show in the NFL. <laughs> um, so I'll take it. I'm winning six. Hey, that's, six. Yeah. That's what you do, bro. Um, I, you know, I went out on a limb with the Buffalo, not Buffalo Pit. I, I, I liked that game a lot. I've been like, I've been, I started with that game early and was like, let's go. Um, the Philly game, though, I was, I was happy about that one. I'm happy Jalen did well his first start and uh, got the W. You know, it wasn't, Amazing uh, performance, but he ran the did it exactly what he needed to do. Look good. He looked real good. He looked real good. Um, yeah, two and one's all you can hope for, man. You know, the professional gamblers, they're they're looking to hit that 55 to 60 percent mark. Any more than that is just complete gravy. You got to make your profit first, you know. And this is also a good reminder now that you know we're talking we're talking about giving Sebastian three of our best bets. I'd never just bet what we're saying blindly. Never do that. I listen to gambling podcasts all day and all night. I never just say what they do and then bet it blindly. We're hoping to maybe help you look at the game in a different light. Last week with the Eagles game was a perfect example because we both brought two different prospects, two different ways to look at it. The LSU-Mississippi game is a perfect example. The games where we go head-to-head, I, I don't even care that I lost that game because I felt like that was some good information that was coming out, right? We, You know, you opened my eyes. Okay, hey, I got to pay attention to this next time because that's something I overlooked. But that leads me to my number, number one best bet this week. I'm going. I'm double dipping, dude. I'm going. I'm going back. Philadelphia Eagles getting six points from the Arizona Cardinals. I was kind of surprised at the spread. Was this that the Eagles were getting this many points? I kind of thought it would be in the field goal range. Um, you know, the, the the Eagles are just came off of a win. They they just broke their four game four games. They just broke that skid. I know that the Cardinals destroyed the Giants, but the Giants were, you know, 
injured. We talked about that yesterday, uh, and they won twenty six to seven. Um, Philadelphia is technically not eliminated from the playoffs. I know they're four six and one. Arizona sits at seven and six, but Philadelphia is still actually fighting for something. People forget that. Um, but yeah, man, Jalen Hurts helped them. They were they lost four games in a row before Jalen Hurts started that last game. Let's see if he can do it two in a row, man. I really, I really think he we're, we, he's onto something. Fun fact: the referee for that game is Craig Wolstead. Okay, now he favors away games. The away teams are fifty-eight percent against the spread when Craig Wolstead is the ref. So, boom, dude, dropped out. You didn't know that. Did deep you? stat, deep stat, line. deep stat, baby. Deep stat. Deep stat. My stat was just like, you know, Oklahoma quarterback's going up. <laughs> no, uh, the Lincoln-Riley Bowl. No, um, and, well, Lincoln-Riley, you know, obviously, uh, Texas quarterback. Texas legends, too, at quarterback, Jalen and Kyler. Um, no, I mean, yeah, that's a good bet. I like it. I think Arizona wins that game, but do they win by six more than six and a half? I don't know. Um, Arizona's kind of a weird team. The Eagles are fighting for something. I do think, though, um, they're going to struggle. With the this, this secondaries and struggling a lot, <laughs> so they're gonna have that with D Hop. Uh, Darius Slay yeah. versus D Hop gonna be that's good. That's good. Yeah. I'll take that all that'll, day. That'll be fun. It's the rest of I, the number. It's I Christian love, Kurt, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I, I just love uh, the corner receiver matchups. Like they're so fun to me. But that's one of them. I wish I could just like get a mic'd up between like top corner and top receiver every week because D Hop versus uh. Jalen, I think. Yeah, versus Jalen. Neither one of those guys talk, right? They don't talk shit to do they do that? Jalen versus Jalen talks shit. Jalen versus D Hop. No, D Hop doesn't really talk too much, but he will, dude. Don't piss D Hop off. He's not. He's quiet and goes about his business, but he'll talk shit. Hmm. But what's your one? Um, I got Pittsburgh over Cincinnati. <laughs> That's my number two bet, dude. I what mean, number two? Eleven and a half, like that's Come on, better. man. I got 13. I, I opened at 11 and a half, dude. Um, it, it's easy. Like, I don't <laughs> – like, 30 points. It's like, easy. I mean, yeah, it's the easy money. That, the last time we agreed on a game and we both said, why is it this low? We lost. I can't remember what game it was. But we, we lost. We couldn't figure it out and we lost the bet. But I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. I'll, what, what's your breakdown? I'll let you, I'll let you handicap it. I mean, the, you know, they're just going to be able to run the football, which they haven't done. I think they'll be, be able to get back to the run, spread it out with the receivers, do anything oh, yeah. they want really on offense. Um, and then defensively, you're going, looking at Ryan Finley, at quarterback. And, I mean, uh-huh. you know, shout out Ryan we're, Finley. We're but, uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Way, Finley's yeah. a little better to me, but it doesn't matter. No. Joe, Joe Mixon's out. Like, they don't have anything on offense, you know. I mean, Gio I was Bernard got benched. Gio Bernard got benched, and he's the yeah. back on the team. Super strange. It's just like they don't have anything. Oh, they're going real young. They're trying to just play guys that you know get some experience, and that's fine. But I don't. Now Pittsburgh doesn't necessarily blow teams out all the time, but I think they'll win this one by twenty-four. Oh, the Bengals are terrible. I, dude, I'm, they're I'm bad. The, I mean, besides the Jets, the worst team in the NFL right now. I mean, I know that the Steelers have won two games in a row, or they've lost, the Steelers have lost two games in a row, but they still won eleven games before that. They're they're obviously a very good team. The Bengals are two ten and one. They're done. Their season is over. Um, yeah. This is you said the words get back. This is that's a perfect. That's what this game is. It's a get back game. After losing to the Buffalo Bills twenty six fifteen, they need something to boost their morale, help them out moving forward, looking better. 
you know, try to get back on track. And this is it, dude. They're yeah. to absolutely destroy the Bengals, who, by the way, last week got destroyed by the Cowboys, who are worse than the Steelers, 30 to 7. They've lost five games in a row, and it's definitely going to be six. So I'm, I'm glad we came to an agreement on that one. That's a good one. That was actually my second best bet. Yeah. So what's number two? Number two for me is what Tampa Bay over Atlanta Falcons. Um, five and a half. Okay. So, I mean, Pittsburgh, big game for them. They're still trying to win the North. They're trying to win uh, first uh, first place, which is number one seed in this playoff format is more important than it's been in four years because only the number one seed gets a bye, not the two seed this year. Yeah. So it's huge, and you want to play at home still, even though there's not many fans. So that's big. Tampa Bay, not going to be number one seed necessarily, but same thing. You want to get a home game in that warm weather, you know what I mean, down in Tampa. You want to get as many home games as possible down there. Um, you just have to win. They're not in yet. I mean, they're fighting still, and uh, they got to get better uh, week to week. Last week, they didn't look great. They, they pulled off the victory, but, I mean, they're still trying to figure themselves out. You got Fournette out. I think that's kind of a blessing in disguise, honestly. Rojo's got a f- finger injury, though. LaShawn McCoy, man, Shady's back. He had a couple carries last week, and they said they're going to give him more this week. I like that. I like LaShawn McCoy still. I still think he has a l- little juice left just for 10 carries a game. Now, he's not going to carry 26, 30 times there anymore. You there you go. Sorry, I was thinking, I like Shady McCoy to a 10, 8 to 10 carries. I'm not saying give the guy 25, 30 carries anymore. That's that's old. But 18 carries, him, uh, Rojo's still going to play. Tom's going to throw. They got to stop throwing so many deep passes, though, man. They really got to stop doing that. Bruce Arians, I know he likes those big arm quarterbacks that go downfield, but Tom Brady does, dude. that's just not him. Like, Tom Brady's not. He's, Tom Brady's not a throwing. Dude. Like, why? He's not using them right. Like, he's just not. don't understand that Jameis Winston is honestly, he's more people when they see, look at Tom Brady, when they look at Tom Brady, they assume that he is the, when they, when they look at him, they assume he's the best quarterback in every single aspect of the NFL history. And that is simply not true. He does a lot. He does a lot of things, right? He's very talented, but most of his skill comes from him understanding the game, understanding what to do and understanding what not to do. Jameis Winston has a big arm. Jameis Winston is super accurate. Jameis Winston is pretty athletic. Jameis Winston's an idiot. That's the issue. So it's not, it's not, you know, people think that Tom Brady was just going to be absolutely 100% better than Jameis Winston. It's like, dude, no, that's not. Jameis Winston's good. He got a lot of talent. He's just an idiot. Jameis Winston's just an yeah. idiot. And unfortunately, you can't be stupid and play quarterback. You can't do it. You can't. And then it's all about styles, man. I mean, Tom's just not. That's not how he won you six Super Bowls, really, throwing 20-yard bombs like he won with Edelman under, Wes Walker under, all those guys under. And the receivers he has and the coach he has is not meant for that. Uh, no. It's still, still kind of working, though, honestly. Uh, this team hasn't hit its peak yet. When they're when they're really good, they can beat anybody. When they're off, they can lose. Um, we saw the Kansas City game. I thought they gave him hell. I'm just disappointed. I'm not – Tom Brady, like, this man's 43 years old. I get it. But, like, I'm disappointed in the younger guys, like a Leonard Fournette. You know, I mean, like, like a, you know, I mean, their their defense, a lot of penalties, a lot of penalties. Um, so I'm just, but I think pressure, though that it's so it's so weird how. Well, yeah, they don't have 30, 30 interceptions this year, though. I mean, I don't yeah. think. Hopefully, hopefully, Tom Brady won't be throwing thirty interceptions. That's a little high. It's just um, weird how the narrative has yeah. changed because the the Patriots suck and the narrative is ah, Bill Belichick needs Tom Brady, but the Buccaneers when they struggle, it's man, man, you know. Everybody around Tom Brady sucks. No, dude, they just like you said. No, I don't. He 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 can't do those things. He's very good. I'm not bashing Tom Brady, but he people think that when they talk about 
When you look at John Elway, Peyton Manning, Steve Young, those guys, you know, he like I, I hate to keep saying James Winston, but James Winston has so much talent. He has so much talent. They was able to throw it up 50 yards without even thinking about it on his back foot. Yeah, that's not Tommy, what you need to win, though. But that's no, not. No, you're right. Unless, unless, you're, right. unless, unless you're Mahomes, because Mahomes can actually complete those passes. You well, can't really do that. that. Just James, and James, James, he just didn't. Throws, I mean, you just can't throw 30 interceptions, dude, like at all, ever. Like, you're, you'll never win a Super Bowl or may really make the playoffs doing that at all. And he like, threw those yellow yeah. balls in college, too. He, they yeah. thought that they could coach him not to do it, and he just um, – But, yeah, I think, I think they win this game. Um, Really, Tampa Bay, is, it's a big win for them just because division game, playing Atlanta. Um, Already beat them. Gonna go beat them again, hopefully for the Tampa Bay sake, and uh, just get another win on the win column, man. Because really, this is a two-year plan, and <laughs> right now it's going okay. I'd say it's like a B minus. Um, they still have a lot of work to do, but they're in it, man. This, this. I mean, the NFC is wide open. There's no. I'm a Packers fan. We're number one seed, but we can get beat in the first round. Like, I like anyone the, can lose. NFC is wide open. Like, I, I, bet, I, like, yeah. I, 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 I was leaning towards Tampa Bay as well. Um, the only reason it's not on my sheet is because everybody disagrees. Uh, my understanding is that the money is flowing towards Atlanta. Everybody's betting on Atlanta. Kind of made me think twice, so I went away. My initial reaction is, yeah, that's that's a good bet for Tampa Bay. So I'm with you. Um, my third best bet, I got the Minnesota Vikings giving three points to Chicago Bears. Both teams currently sit at six and seven, and they shouldn't be. Minnesota Vikings are pretty good. Uh, I think that we all – Going into the season, thought that the Vikings were much more, much better than the Chicago Bears. So I'm kind of betting based off of that. Um, the Bears did snap a six game losing streak last week when they destroyed the Texans 36 to 7. I'm not reading too much into that, dude. I'm just not reading too much into it. It's the Houston Texans. I, I don't, I still don't think the Bears are very good. Um, you know, and I, I'm hoping that they maybe fall into that college trap game level where they're more, you know, they think that they're the shit and they're really not. They're not good at all. Uh, the the Vikings lost to the Buccaneers last week, 26-14. Again, not their best showing, but I do think that the Vikings have more talent. I think that they're better coached. I think you know, I think that their their identity is more clear. So I'm going with the Vikings giving three points. Oh, that's a tough game, man. I don't want can, it, can they both lose? <laughs> they can get in a tie. I mean, that's basically losing um, to me. But uh, I just, you know, I don't like either of those teams really <laughs> for obvious reasons. Yeah. But uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, uh, yeah, Vikings are better. But, I mean, Chicago's got a really good defense too, and they make plays. Uh, what, what, <sighs> Trubisky's so annoying, man, because I know he, he – <laughs> you like Jameis a lot, a little bit more than me. I feel like Mitch is kind of like – he shows like those four. I was Mitch. high on Mitch coming out. I wasn't super high on Mitch, but I thought he had a lot of potential, and I, he still does. I just – I don't know if it will ever be there. Man, Chicago's just not good at picking quarterbacks really ever. Like, Jay Cutler, obviously, but, like, even that didn't really, like, amount to anything. Well, you know, yeah. he only had one year of college experience under his belt. He he kind of made that mistake himself. Like, coming well, out. Yeah, he's exactly. One of, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks I remember coming out in recent memory because he was – I mean, you know, he had – Passes where he just absolutely threads the needle. He's very athletic, but you got but you got to split the field in half for him. I mean, Marquise Williams. He was half behind Marquise Williams because Marquise Williams understood the offense better than Mitch Trubisky in North Carolina, and that's and that's an issue. You can still kind of see that in his game. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> I like the bet. I think Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook and those guys get it done. But yeah, 
Interesting to see who wins that game. It's a division robbery, so it's always fun to watch those. And you can – I don't like betting on those games. <laughs> division robberies, I hate it. Uh, I messed up last week because Detroit should have lost by a lot more, but it was a division uh-huh. robbery. Um, uh-huh. And they got Matthew Stafford. You know, that's my guy right there, Matthew Stafford. Um, still feel bad for him. Got to trade him. Got to get him to a better team, man. B- better organization. Lions just not good. <laughs> my last game is KC over New Orleans. Um, got it at three and a half. Okay. KC, taking KC, even though they're, you know, a three and a half point fave. <laughs> I know I, I, it's weird. It's weird I'm going against New Orleans twice. I actually like New Orleans. I think they give the Packers the hardest chance, especially when, when, when nine comes back. And Taysom's getting – he still played pretty good, though. He he really sat in the pocket and made some throws. Like, I watched that game the whole game, and he really did make – He's he's getting better. It's just that, like – that offense is still kind of like they need Drew Brees to to really win the Super Bowl. They gotta have Drew Brees. I love Taysom Hill. He's great. I think he's gonna be. He is a quarterback of the future, and he's showing me that right now. But they're playing Kansas City, and Kansas City has been struggling. They're still winning. Yeah, they've, they've lost the last two games against the spread. They have. That's why I'm like, I don't know, man. I didn't. I didn't touch them last week. I don't think. Yeah, I didn't touch them last week. I touched them the week uh, before. The I touched them KC Vegas. Um, and I was going to take Vegas because, you know, I'm high on those Vegas Raiders. Uh-huh. But I, I took this instead because I think Kansas City – this is going to be so fun, man. Just watching all – you're watching half the damn Pro Bowl, I feel like, in this game. Yeah, um, watching Cheetah versus Marshawn, Kelsey, when you're going to those linebackers and safeties. I mean, it's just – there's so much. Kamara, if you're a fantasy nerd, man, this is the game for you because, I mean, there's just Mahomes out there. There's uh, DeMarcus Robinson, everybody. But, yeah, I got – Three and a half, I'll take that. I think they went about, about seven, eight points. Six, seven points. Yeah. I don't I don't want to bet that game. The Chiefs have bit me in the ass too many times this year. Gun to my head, I'm taking New Orleans and hoping that they get back they get back right because they played like shit last week. This is a, a lot of people aren't taking this game. I've heard like a lot of people don't uh, want to uh, I mean both these teams have looked I mean, you know, the, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs, but Yeah, and I think and, the Saints are still deadly, but they just I mean they don't have nine. Out there and Taysom's like doing all he can, but I mean he's yeah, not Drew Brees. You know what I mean? Like it's a hard, that's a hard game. Gun, to, gun to my head. I'm taking New Orleans, but I can definitely the Chiefs are the Chiefs have so much talent they can blow out anybody at any time. So. Watch out for Honey Badger's game. Spying on Taysom, doing a lot, bringing yeah. him you know in the box and then secondary. He's gonna have a big game. I think they got the tools to stop them completely for sure, and they got the tools to score every possession. Um, but all right, man. That was that was good. That was uh, there. We've got our three bets done. Um, we're kind of we're kind of cutting it late, so we got to kind of pick and choose what we do. Uh, we Donovan both Donovan and I both uh, wrote down our top five wide receivers and our top five cornerbacks. And then did you see another listener question? Yeah, but we can get. I mean, what's I the listener question? Uh, our top six for college football. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Our top six is going to look a lot different, by the way. Shout out to my so. shout out to my boy Steven that asked this question. By the way, he's uh, all right. Well, number one, Alabama. I mean, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, we. I got Alabama number one. Sure. Yeah. Um, got Notre Dame at two. We agree. Yeah. All right. Number three for me is uh, Clemson. I got Ohio State. Okay, number four is Ohio State for me. Okay. They said six, though. Um, 
Uh, I got Cincinnati at six, five, which is crazy, huh? Like, cause I, it sounds like I don't like Cincinnati, but I do. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, I'm just I, being. I can get on board with that. I can get on board with Cincinnati. I didn't. I didn't have them there. I'm doing off this off the top of my head. I would have them five. Um, I have, yeah, I have them five. That's Cincinnati five. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Cincinnati five. Yeah, we're, we're cool. We're cool there. Oh, we do. Then I have uh, Texas A and M six. I do not have them in there. So my yes. my I got, so we, I got well, I, we agreed on more than I thought. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's pretty. It's at the end of the day, it's very obvious, right? That that's what makes it so hard, is because you know that Notre Dame's great. You know that Notre, you know that Alabama's great. You know that Ohio State's great. Um, you know, you know that Clemson's great. The difficult part is, is how many ACC teams do you want to have up there? Uh, in my eyes, I'm I'm trying to look at it. Who what right now? If the playoffs were start today, who are the teams I'm taking? I'm taking Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State. And I really hate to say this, but I don't think Iowa State is a bad play. Why everybody talks shit about them because they lost to Louisiana and they should. It's questionable. But at the same time, no one's saying anything. Why why are they getting punished so harshly when Clemson's at a conference game was against what the Citadel? Do you know what I mean? Like Iowa State played a good Sunbelt team, a team that's gone to the bowl game the last five years. And we're 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 punishing them, but these other teams are playing. I mean, Oklahoma played Missouri State or some shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you just look at their conference resume, it's pretty. It is pretty damn good. So I mean, I'll, you're, I'll have, so, so you like Iowa State at six? I'm yeah. assuming. Now you got to remember though. I'm trying to. I'm trying to play it out in my mind. If these teams were on the table, oh, okay. You're saying they're that, the, they were on the table. That's different question. I mean, so if they if they beat if I, if they beat okay. Oklahoma, I can envision them being. I can that. I'm assuming that they're beating Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I, if they beat Oklahoma, then I probably have them at six instead of AM, though. If they run the table, because that they're avenging a loss that are well, they already they all lost to Oklahoma, right? I'm look I'm looking it up. Yeah, they lost to Louisiana and Oklahoma State. Oh, they also went Oklahoma State. They beat Oklahoma. They, they, yeah, they didn't lose to Oklahoma. Yeah, they lost. They lost Oklahoma. Oklahoma State by three. Um, so they beat Oklahoma twice in one season. But I can't. I, I cannot with good conscience. See, that's the problem. Is I could put Iowa State. So here's here's what I want to do. I, I don't know. Put, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. I want to put, I want to put the SEC champion in. I want to put the ACC champion in. I want to put the Big Ten championship in, and I want to put the Big Twelve champion in. The SEC champion and the ACC champion. Those two teams are getting in. I don't have to worry about that. Whether that's Florida or out. Well. Yeah, whether no, it can't it can't be it can't be Florida, but whether it's Alabama, yeah, Florida beats Alabama. I mean, that's gonna yeah, that, that opens yeah, up a whole. whole Alabama's still gonna make the playoffs though. So. Assuming assuming these teams roll the, run the table, I'll just do it that way: Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Iowa State, and then I got Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina at five and six. Okay. 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 Um, so I can, yeah. I can see I could see maybe where I could have Clemson. Let's say Bama loses and Notre Dame loses, then I would have Clemson. Ohio State, and let's say Ohio, Iowa State loses, then Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina. That's how that in that my mind. That's how that plays out. I cannot justify. I can justify one loss in conference. I can't justify two losses in conference. Oklahoma's lost too many games for me to consider them. They've lost too many games against teams that they should own. If that makes sense. But you said Iowa State with two losses though, right? Because Iowa State's got – and I, it's convoluted. See, I, this is where I sound like the silly one, but I am trying not to view – the Louisiana-Lafayette game, 
I'm trying not to punish them for that because not everybody Oklahoma played Missouri State. If they would have scheduled, yeah, but I mean, like they were they scheduled they had Tennessee on that. I mean, and UCLA. Like, I mean, now those teams aren't great, but like, just look at look at it based what, off what what actually happened, not what could have been. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so like I know that Oklahoma. It's hard. It's hard to. Like with Kansas State lost to Arkansas State, it's kind of hard to judge them for losing that game because that was the first game from COVID. You know, it, it's just it's there's a lot of different f- factors that make me justify it in my head that probably aren't accurate. Um, but Oklahoma lost to who? Who they lose to? Oklahoma lost to um, Kansas State and Iowa State back to back weeks. Okay? Kansas State and Iowa State they had a lot of injuries, it, man. A lot of injuries on that team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying does that does that matter to you? No. Okay. Okay. No, no I wasn't. Yeah. Is is okay. do you are you familiar with that opponent? Right. That's a team. Kansas State is not a good Big Twelve team. You play them every year. You know what they're expecting. You got outcoached, outmaneuvered. Boom. I tried to. I'm trying to view the regular season as a tournament within itself. That's why I would do away with the, the non-conference games. Personally. I just take the best four. Like I know you emphasize emphasize conference a lot. I just want. I don't care what conference you're from. Like I just want the best yeah. four teams. Really. Um. I mean, mine is the same. It's pretty much the same. I just, yeah. I'm not gonna. It's just tough, man. Like, I mean, it's really not that tough because if those teams win, like, it's easy. Like the teams that are favorite all win. Clemson wins. Um, then, no, then if Clemson wins, Notre Dame's out. Do we agree on that? No. See why though? Notre Dame's in. Like they, I mean, Notre Dame's in regardless, pretty much, unless they get just blown See, out. I think, that's, I think that's insane. I mean, they already beat a top four team. Like, I mean. They still have the best win of any of the top teams in the country. So that, but that's what that's what I'm saying. So you're so that's the difference, right? You're trying to find, you're trying to find the best four the four best teams, and I get that, yeah, but I, I think no. that it's impossible. I think it's impossible to use rankings. I'm trying to have rules in my head. Okay, if you win your conference, you're eligible. If you only have one loss in your conference, you're eligible. I'm trying to set these check this checklist okay. in my head. Right, because I don't. I can tell you that I don't know who the best four teams are. I don't. I can admit that. I really don't. It, there's a lot of variables there. That's why we play the games. If you would ask me and you last week, if you would ask a hundred people on the street who's going to win Florida or LSU last week, everybody's saying Florida. There's a reason we play these games, right? Well, yeah, that's true. I just think Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Those are my top four coming this season. They're still the same teams for me. It might not be that for everybody. Some people had Georgia in the top four. So asking me is like almost the wrong person because like those literally were my top four teams and like they they're still the best teams. Like nothing changed. See if Notre Dame can't put Clemson away. If they barely beat Clemson the first time with the backup quarterback. If they can't put them away with Trevor Lawrence there, they're not. They're they ain't gonna they ain't gonna hang. It's well, if they like, get, if they get blown out. By more than what I don't know what blown out is to some people. Some people it's fourteen. Some people it's twenty. Twenty eight. The spread's like ten and a half though. Like if they lose by thirteen, like it depends how they lose. Like when did that thirteen happen? Did it happen on a dump? See, the end of the game? I mean, it's like that's what I don't like about that is because there's too many variables. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, I'm saying like it's it's hard. but the Notre Dame's in. Like I, I don't unless they lose by like that, see that's just utter. Like if you're asking me, like that, the question you're asking me, like if I'm in the room, like like Alabama, they lose to Florida, they're in. Still, like they're not gonna yeah, lose. I, but. I don't how, why. I don't think you should be able to lose your conference and still be in. I think you gotta uh, you, you I, gotta control I, your own shit. Work on your shit at home. When you work on your nah, shit at home, I, I think and I think and if one of these teams lose, 
Oh, not one of them. If Clemson loses to Ohio State, Texas A&M is going to be in. And they didn't win their conference, but they're number six for me. They would jump probably a Cincinnati. And that's um, insane. We just talked about Texas A&M beating. They've only played three teams with a winning record. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just how do you – How do you? I don't how, really – I don't want them to get in because they're going to – if they if Texas A&M gets in, they're going to play Alabama again. I don't want to see that. I've seen them play each other. I've seen these teams play each other a lot. Um, <laughs> they're they're not gonna beat them ever. Like really, like unless Johnny Manziel comes back, but um, <laughs> and Mike Evans and those boys, because that's the only time they did it. I just but that's I not the team I want to see. It's but you're gonna talk about deserving, or are you talking about who I want to see? That's a totally different. I, I don't want to see Anamin, but that's they're the most deserving. If one of those teams lose, they got to beat Tennessee though. They can't just. I mean, and it's so weird that people talk with so much confidence in Notre Dame, but Notre Dame barely beat a Louisville team who blows. You know what I mean? Like they let Boston College, who's not very good, score thirty points on them. You're um, sleeping on BC, man. They got they're a pretty solid team. Dude. That's a hard get. It's a hard Syracuse out. Syracuse scored three touchdowns on them, and Syracuse is, is god awful. Do you know what I mean? I mean, was Notre, Notre Dame was never in doubt losing any of those games. Though, but is that what? So does that? What do you think? Why but when they talk about so scores, you can, you can manipulate scores. They're like, were they ever? Do everything they're going to lose? The, the UNC that, game. That has the highest margin of victory of any college football team. So why? And I know that they're, you're saying that they play shittier competition. And I get that, and I'm I'm I agree with you, 100. percent I agree with you. But Notre Dame barely beat teams. I mean, is Louisville better than Memphis? No. I mean, Cincinnati beats the shit out of everybody. North Carolina, Dude, though. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I. I don't know if they can beat them. Like I saw Notre, I saw Notre Dame convince them. Yeah, I don't know if they can beat them. But that's what my that's my point. You don't know, so why not just give them a shot? If, if Notre Dame can't win their shit, <laughs> well, I'm home, saying that's not even Notre Dame's best win though. That's like their third best win, dude. And Notre like, Dame? or second best, I guess it's their second best win. Yeah, their best win is Clemson. But the only re- yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You you can you can you can say that, but Cincinnati's. Only one game is two. Their best win is still the best play team on their schedule. What, they're what, about to, what can they they're do? About to what play Tulsa. Do? Well, I, I want to see how – no, I really want to see how versus Tulsa because uh, – So if, they, Tulsa, if Notre Dame loses and Cincinnati beats Tulsa by 60 points. Well, Texas A&M is going to get in, though. I mean, if, A&M, if, A&M, I have, if A&M loses to Tennessee, then Cincinnati actually has a shot. But they, they need a lot of help. That's not going to happen Tennessee's ass. Well, so is so is LSU though. <laughs> so you never know, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's my point. That's why we play the games. I yeah, that's why. That is why we play the games. No, I'm saying if you're if you're a Cincy Bearcat fan, you should be rooting for Tennessee this weekend. Dude, I, don't should be why, I don't know why Iowa State scheduled Louisiana Lafayette. If I was, dude, yeah. these not it's, it's wild, dude. If they Bro, won that game, though, if they win, if they win that game, they're number five right now. They should have played it. They shouldn't have played it because if they would have played Mississippi School of the Blind like Oklahoma did, no one would, no one would say shit. Why? There's there. It's taken that just eliminate those schools. It cost Oregon. Oregon was winning a beating Auburn. Well, Oregon also lost to Utah, so that's not the best example. But we can look at the playoff rankings before that game. And Oregon was winning the Auburn game for fifty nine minutes, dude. Fifty nine minutes, and then they lose it, and now all of a sudden, oh well, Oregon Oregon sucks. Oregon sucks. And it's like, dude, that's. I just thanks. feel like they're thanks, Bo Nix. Appreciate it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I still yeah. lost a lot of money on that game, so I'm salty. But uh, yeah, you're. Right. I mean, those are my top six. Like I said, Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, and then I got Cincy and A and M. 
Um, that's my AM and AM and AM and since you're like 1A, 1B, I can flip that tomorrow if I feel like it. It really, I don't know who is I, better. Like, they're about, they're about even to me. I just think that there needs to be there needs to be cut and dry rules. This is how you get in. This is how many spots are there. This is how you get in. You know what I mean? And I know that yeah. Texas A&M is going to get in over Cincinnati, and I don't know why. We already saw Texas A&M get their ass waxed by Alabama. You and I both know Texas not, A&M get their ass waxed by Alabama. Well, not so, just them. I mean, they're going to put Iowa State or Oklahoma over Cincinnati too. Just, I mean, if I'm being honest, they are. Like, they already did. Oklahoma's 10, I think, but like if Oklahoma beats Iowa State, I, I, I can justify Iowa State and not, and which is so, so strange. I can, I, but I can't in my head, I can justify Iowa State because I, I just feel like they're getting penalized so hard for losing that game that they skip. I mean, that's literally, if you look at all these teams, that's the toughest non conference schedule for I mean, you. Keep, you keep talking about, oh, well, they played Clemson and North Carolina. Those are teams that they're supposed to play. Iowa State beat the teams that they're supposed to play. Do you know what I mean? It's the team. It's the. Team. I, would, I like Iowa State. I just count, and it's I just mean, so how we value that. You know what I mean? No one gives a shit that Clemson played Citadel, right? No one gives a shit. Why did Why did Iowa State have to play a decent team? That's they didn't have to play that. I mean, they I, did. I, Notre Dame not. got in Notre Dame Clemson. Same thing. I mean, that wasn't originally supposed to happen. Notre Dame technically is not in that conference. Like they, that's. Technically, it's yeah. not a conference game. Technically, it is. I mean, it depends how you want to look at it. I look at Notre Dame as like an independent still. Like I know they're playing in the ACC, but like I, I do because when they go back next year, they're going to be independent still. Like I don't. I mean, maybe they'll keep. They should just keep them in they the should. ACC, but they're not though because Notre Dame makes too much money. Um, being independent, so does BYU. They have TV contracts, but um, and I get that. I but rules, man. I and also, want- I, I want Notre Dame to. They have so many like Army, Navy robbery, Air Force, USC. Like USC is hurt, man. Like we don't. We were supposed to play the number one and number two team in the country, and we would have lost both, but it still would have helped. Sometimes, like when you just have t- teams on your schedule that are good, it just helps. Like you, I would love if we had just lost to Notre Dame by seven. At least we could say, "Damn, well that's a pretty damn good USC team." But we can't even say that because like we don't play anyone good. I would rather lose to Notre Dame by seven. Then play freaking who do we play Oregon? I mean that's cool. Oregon, yeah, I respect that's, Oregon. That's the thing. Are we a hundred percent sure that UCLA couldn't uh, run the track on Notre Dame or Arizona State? You know what I mean? Like they don't—they're not played. They haven't played each other. Why are they not given an opportunity? You know what I mean? UCLA. Like, uh, I mean, dude, do I any, think UCLA could play? Nor- anything could happen. But UCLA, going off of UCLA's track yeah. history with non-conference, no. Um, but dude, like Arizona yeah. State, I mean, like, everyone can anyone can be anyone. Like on one day, but like if I had to, That's all I'm saying, yeah, if I had a bet though, I don't I mean, no, <laughs> I, I, I just want clear and defined rules. I just want clear and defined rules. I mean, I got to hear Kirk Hershey talk about the eye test. Oh, the eye test. Oh, the eye test. You talk about, dude, if I had a nickel for every time that dude said the eye test in reference to because he had Florida like number five before the loss, he talked about it constantly. There was like, why, why, why? Because you know, Florida lost to Texas AM. And he had him ranked higher than Texas A&M. And he's like, well, the eye test, the eye test, the eye test. Bro, they lost to LSU. So either you got to get your eyes checked. The eye test, you can only take the eye yeah. you, you test. You can only take the eye test to us. Everything Bro, has – yeah, you can, stop, you can only stop. take that to it. I mean, if we want to get like, – my, te- my eye test is totally different from people I talk to. There's a team – in my backyard, that's passing the eye test with the quarter. JT Daniels has been the most important player in the country. I've, I've, tweet, I've, I've tweeted that out for the past month, and people have been like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, dude, like, you can laugh all you want, but like, JT Daniels with Georgia, 
<laughs> top four team in my eyes. But it doesn't go. But we don't go off of that. You can't just say I can't put Georgia in because of I ten. I think well, Georgia uh, compete. Everybody else does. Everybody, you know, you can't. Yeah, it's like I watched Alabama versus Georgia with Dwayne Mathis and Stetson Bennett. If you put JT Daniels in that game, like, yeah, like why, I don't know if they win, but it'll be a lot closer. And we're so. giving Clemson a pass. We're giving Clemson a pass for losing to Notre Dame. Like, oh well, they you know Trevor Lawrence was out. Bro, Georgia's different with JT Daniels. That that I would say that it's a bigger drop off from JT Daniels to uh, Stenet Benson oh. or whatever his name was to Trevor Lawrence to to DJ. It's a way bigger drop off. That it's team the, is a different team, and no one the, gives them a break. It's the biggest drop off in the top ten. Like I don't know about the whole country, but like the top ten. Dude, Huge. Stetson Bennett couldn't throw anything. I know every backup for the top ten team, and except since he's, I don't know who their backup is. But I, I trust. Do you remember the Nerf tornado or vor, Vornado, the Vortex NATO, the little yeah. Nerf? I wouldn't trust Stetson Bennett to throw that farther than twenty yards. He was terrible. He was god awful, dude. Yeah, J- JT makes them a different team for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's just too late, man. They already lost the Florida. Bro, I'm just saying they need. They just need. They need. Fine, they need definite rules. This is how you get in. Now we get rid of the stupid playoff committee for full of twelve people that barely watch football. I mean, I'm sure they watch football, but what's kind? What you're telling me, kind of Lisa Rice? I mean, isn't she like a politician? You, she got better things to do. Do you know what I mean? Or, or like, former politician? Or like, any, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like she's got a pretty busy schedule. Or like the AD from Iowa, bro, don't you got like synchronized swimmers that you got to give scholarships to? Like, come on, I just it's get rid of it, get rid of it. It's stupid. It's just my, my, one of my USC boys is on there. We got two, we got two West Coast guys in there. I'm happy about that. I didn't even know that. I didn't know who's on the committee. Ronnie Lott's on there. Shout that's out Ronnie right, Lott, dude. See, that's dope. But still, I mean, you know, you just don't need to just make up the rules. The NFL, no one, no one questions what the NFL's doing. Make those or the FCS. Yeah. FCS playoffs. I just hope it. I hope it's Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. That way, there's no controversy. And those are my. I mean, hey, you can go back and look at my tweets. Those are my top four. Now the order is a little different. I had Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Notre Dame as my top. Well, if I have to watch Notre Dame and Clemson play three goddamn times, and Notre no, you be you be watching Alabama and Notre Dame play. I'm I'm just saying I'm gonna watch Notre Dame get their ass waxed twice in a row while Cincinnati. They're not gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna put Ohio State at four, dude. Whoever Notre Dame plays in the playoffs, they're gonna. I feel like they're probably. Going oh, to you're play. saying whoever um, they play. Yeah, I feel pretty confident they're gonna get their ass waxed against Clemson, and then whoever they're playing the playoffs, they're gonna get their ass waxed again. So I'm gonna watch Notre Dame get their ass waxed twice. Meanwhile, Cincinnati's beating every team by 30 points. It'll be. You think? You think Notre Dame has a better chance of beating um, Clemson or Alabama? Clemson for sure. Alabama's the best team in the country. I never disagree with it. I know I bash on the SEC a lot, but the SEC, I mean, you know, the SEC is still the best conference. You know, me, Alabama's still the shit. Well, I think Ohio State, I think Ohio State, might, ha- Ohio State has the best team to be Ohio, uh, Alabama. The best chance, excuse me. They match up the best to me. I don't know. I don't think Notre Dame is fast Ohio enough. State. I mean, I just don't think Notre Dame is fast enough. Um, on the outside to keep up with Bama. I like Kyle Hamilton, but like that's not enough to keep up with that speed. You're probably right. Um, and then Clemson. I, I really I can't wait to see Clemson or dance. All I can say, Clemson's really good. I just don't know how good they are. This is gonna really show me. This game is huge. This is the the biggest Clemson game since you know the national championship, really, because this one's a for like they re- they lose this game, they're not making it. 
Like, two, they're not making it. If they lose. I said Notre Dame's in if they lose, but Clemson's not making it if they lose. Like, so this, this is going to be – It'd be weird to not see Clemson. They've been in, almost, I think, every college football playoff, right? Have they? Yeah. They think they've made it every, yeah, they've made it every college football playoff. They haven't won it every year, but obviously. It's wild. It's wild how bad the ACC is typically. I think the ACC is probably the best conference this year. I don't know. Maybe not. My probably is the ACC. You can make it. Not I mean, dude, they had Deshaun Watson for three years and Trevor Lawrence for two. So, I mean, that's <laughs> – or the three, three years now. So, that's six years of – Two of the top ten quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, you know yeah. what I mean. So that's that's uh, fun for Double Sweeney, I'm sure. But uh, we'll see, man. I, I I can't wait to see how it folds out. But yeah, really, the game I want to see is Clemson Notre Dame. Like that's the game I, I told my girl, hey man, like you know we can have a fun weekend, watch these Christmas movies, and look at lights. But I gotta watch that at four. Yeah, we can do <laughs> like four four to eight o'clock. I don't even, you know, I'd rather watch that over the USC game. You know, Oregon on fr- best Friday night, so I get to watch both. It'll be a good game. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you what, let's save the the top five wide receivers and the top five cornerbacks for next week since we're running over an hour and a half. We like to keep these things at 45 minutes. We're well over that. So we'll go ahead. We'll cut this short. We pre- that, was, that was pretty awesome. We got a couple listener questions and Sebastian over there on the YouTube chat. So we'll be looking to, uh, to do more of this and trying to get better at this. But this was the Browns Wire podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keeley 16 Make sure you like, follow, and give us a review. Donovan, where can they hit you up at? Uh, hit me up on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Um, excuse me, just working. National Signing Day. I didn't mention that. Oh yeah, night. dude. Um, obviously, this is the first one, the early one. But like with COVID and just having all the top players sign early anyway, this is gonna pretty much be your National Signing Day. Um, kids aren't really gonna wait. They don't have time to do that with COVID and everything. A lot of these kids, like Miller Moss from USC, never got to play his se- senior season playing in California. Um, for high school football, they're not allowed to play till January. He's not going to play and participate in that, so he'll be at USC in January. A lot of those top top notch guys, uh, Corey Foreman, who five star recruit, he'll be committing tomorrow. He's not going to play for Corona Centennial, so I mean, it's going to be weird high school football season. The rankings are off because there's teams on the West Coast not playing, so we'll talk about all that on the team sports. And you follow me on Twitter on there. I'll, have, I'll put up my um, top 100 um, recruits for 2021. Let's go. I'll put up like 10, maybe or 20 for 2022. Now, I want to do a mock draft, dude. I've been seeing everybody do one. I just want to do one for fun, so I might throw, throw some up. Yeah, do it. Um, do it. Oh, you talk about your, your Browns on this pod. Yeah, we'll do it. All right, this was the Browns Wire podcast. I'm here now.
When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. Or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Try them today. Only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's. Taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. This is your Wendy's wake-up call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery.